Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, hello there. Thank you for tuning in again to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. All right. I'm not giving this episode a number. Um, and the reason why is because I'm going to be taking the podcast in a bit of a different direction. So I'm not, I won't get into the details yet. You'll have to stay tuned. I'll do another episode that will sort of outline that a little bit further. But um, this article that I'm going to discuss kind of popped up while I've been sort of in this brainstorming phase, and um, I thought it had some really interesting points, and I thought, hey, this is a great topic as I'm kind of making this um, new transition with the podcast. But first, quick I, I update. Um, so I have been sort of on a hiatus. I did a little episode where I told everyone like, hey, look, I'm taking a little break. I have a lot going on right now. I'm kind of in the busy season. I always feel like spring, especially with kids and stuff, is always a little nuts. Um, Sports and the end of school activities and my son's agricultural project, which we just decided on a garden. He wanted to do a fish tank. I was like, not possible. So we're just doing like a little garden. Um, And so anyway, uh, we also just bought a house, uh, closed on our house March 31st. I have been in client homes more than I've been in my actual new home. Um, I, If you don't know, I'm a realtor as my full-time job, and I actually do real estate now in two states, in Nevada and Georgia. So I've been really busy with uh, clients in both states. Um, and so yeah, super crazy time right now. But Again, this article, I read it about a month ago and it just keeps like popping in my head. And I was like, I need to, I need to talk about this. It kind of got in my head, which is really effective on the part of the author. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, uh, where do I start with this? Okay, here is sort of where I'm at. I This article is, again, sort of related to this transition that I want to do with the... Um, with the podcast in general. Um, a lot of times when people are looking for resources to get organized, um, obviously, you know, they're looking for, uh, you know, images, photos, you know, a lot of that. And, and it's not something I've ever done, even when I was working with clients in homes. And, and the reason is this, <clears throat> people get organized for very different reasons and I know this from personal experience, literally working with hundreds of clients during my time as a professional organizer. And so I was never one who was great with taking photos. Um, number one, I, I valued the privacy of my clients' homes and the process that they were going through as a professional organizer. And I just I felt a little exploitive. Um, but that's not to say that those who do post photos are doing that. I'm I'm not saying that at all. But I also 
um, have a different take when it comes to organization. So if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, you probably know that I preach on my pulpit about time management and um, I want to incorporate a little bit more productivity into this um, because that to me is at the essence of why people should get organized um, to create systems in their home that are there to make their life easier, to save them time. Time is our most precious resource that we have. <clears throat> and, um, excuse me. And so that I'm kind of a fish swimming upstream, to be honest about that. And I realize that, and I'm okay with that. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I'm also sort of entering a new phase of my own life and season of my own life, not just also moving into my home, but also, um, my other passion in my business is, is in real estate. I absolutely love my career and that, and that was definitely a great transition. Um, but I've, I've been kind of thinking, how can I incorporate some of that a little bit more into the podcast? I'm also incredibly passionate about supporting small business owners, not just other realtors and professional organizers, but we have so much to learn from small business owners. I mean, I, they, to me, are the bread and butter backbone of our society through and through. Um, I love and am inspired by so many of my friends who are in small business. So I'd love to, to incorporate that. But also, you know, however that looks. Like, for instance, you know, for those of you out there, like really focusing a little bit more on the productivity, time management aspect, kind of getting away from just the organization because um, again, going back to what I just said, when you are out there searching for tips or resources for organization, a lot of times you want to see photos, right? I, I'm not that person. I just am not. I um, My space looks different from your space. Um, and I don't want you to have to feel like you have to, there's something wrong with you or your space if if you can't match this ideal or whatever. Um, I, I don't want anyone to feel shamed with that ever. And that's definitely the sentiment I had with uh, my business, One Organized Mama, and it's definitely carried over to the podcast. So that being said, probably the biggest change right now is I'm kind of going away. There's a lot of quote, organized mamas out there. So if you do a Google, I'm not always the first one that pops up. And I'm just going to let them have it. You know what? It matters not to me. Um, what is that? Sometimes uh, uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. And I'm not saying everyone's imitated me, but some of them have with the name. And so whatever, it is what it is. So I have actually got onto my Instagram and it is just under my name, Janelle Relat, J-A-N-E-L-R-A-L-A-T. Same with my Facebook. And I have a, a real estate Facebook, Janelle Relat Realtor. Feel free to send me a friend request or follow me or whatever on any of those. Not a hundred percent sure what I'm going to do with the Insta or excuse me, especially the Instagram. I kinda I kinda know what I'm doing on the Facebook. I do a lot of uh, real estate stuff with that. But yeah, I mean sometimes it's fun to just kind of share a little insight um, with my listeners and so right now that's the biggest change um, that's happened. So if you are have followed the Instagram page, you may have noticed that the name did change. So I'll keep you guys posted on the other changes that are coming and um, definitely have a link to my feedback form. So 
feel free if you have any ideas, if you're, like I said, small business, um, real estate, uh, anything real estate related, if you have questions or ideas for topics, uh, feel free to drop me a, a line as a suggestion with the feedback form. Um, and a link to this article can be found on Buy Me A Coffee. So Buy Me A Coffee is how you can support this podcast. Um, still working on the membership stuff. Um, but the link to the articles run a little bit like social media. So you can find a link to the article. I'm not going to read this whole article to you guys. Um, and I'm going to be doing a lot of paraphrasing too. So um not taking anything word for word, but sort of, again, what my gist of this article was. So again, the it's the New York Post. It's an article from the New York Post titled Pantry Porn, Trend Rooted in Racist, Sexist Behavior, Loyola Professor. So my initial, very first reaction to this was I cracked up because Behind the scenes, I don't know if I've actually ever had the guts to say this on the podcast, but I actually call it org porn, organization porn. And I'm like, oh my gosh, somebody called it pantry porn. This is brilliant. Um, And we've all been susceptible to it. Again, if you're interested in this, I'm like, you know, we've gone through and looked at for hours and clicked on this link and that link and looked at these beautifully curated closets and pantries and homes and and there's definitely a need out there. I mean, on one hand, as a professional organizer, I don't really do it. But on the other side, as a realtor, when I am working with listings and clients are listing their home with me, they definitely get one organized mama. So I'm definitely helping them make their homes look as appealing as possible in those professional photos that I send my photographers in to get. You know, I, I want as many eyeballs on that property as possible. So um, so there's definitely two sides to me with that, but I just loved pantry porn. I mean, come on, that's brilliant. And again, um, I've been kind of calling it that for a few years now. So I kind of have an agree and disagree to columns and uh, just a few points in each one. Again, you can read the full article for yourself. But in the first one, the, the disagree, she's saying this is a classist slash racist slash sexist. Um, uh, you know, this is all linked to that. Like basically, you know, people who are or this trend is, is almost trying to shame people and thinking that unless you are this way, um, and it's it's primarily hitting women, which is true, I will say, it is true. Um, although, again, as a professional organizer, I worked with plenty of men also. So men are, you know, wanting organized spaces. Um, they can be susceptible to this as well. Um, so I don't 100% agree that it's only women. Um but classist, I will say this. This is probably where I have the most like uh, reaction to um, because I don't agree. I, as a professional organizer who worked in a large city, large metropolitan area, had the entire spectrum of people from all neighborhoods, all walks of life, all races, um, all financial, you know, um, statuses. Um, I had clients who. I was incredibly humbled by who had maybe even followed me or they had 
all they wanted was one session with a professional organizer. And that was incredibly humbling. I mean, I had people who were like, I saved for a year to have one session. Or I asked, you know, as a birthday present, if, you know, my family would pitch in for, you know, a session. And did I give them a little extra time? Heck yes, I did. Because it was incredibly humbling. And it wasn't this you know, societal norm that they were trying to achieve. It was very personal reasons. And that is what I found working with almost all of the clients I worked with. And I literally worked with hundreds, like I said, hundreds along the societal spectrum. Again, all races, all sexes, all backgrounds, all neighborhoods. And everyone had very personal reasons why they were hiring me or my team. So just to paint people with just one broad brush, a little unfair. It really, really is. Um, So I, you know, I kind of take, I kind of took offense to that a little bit just because I, reading this article, I was like, you know, she doesn't know. She hasn't worked in that industry. She doesn't know the people that are making those phone calls, the people that are watching those videos, the people that are trying to learn, they have so many different reasons. And they're all very, very personal reasons. Um, Some of the most common reasons um, are the families who are transitioning elderly parents from their home into a assisted living facility. Um, That was actually a very common job. So we went in, helped, you know, kind of sort the home, determine what they could take to the new um, living situation. Did it involve like being super uber organized at the new place? Heck yes, it did. Did that involve sometimes going out and buying clear containers and labels? Heck yes, it did. And is there anything wrong with that? No, it was making that family and that beloved family members experience and transition as easy as possible. And so there there are definitely, um, you know, reasons and purposes that people choose to find this. A lot of times it's for inspiration. Um, they're not necessarily following everything to a T. I mean, I know I don't. Um, and I still like looking at a lot of the stuff. <clears throat> Again, I'm moving into a new home. And um, I am finding that like, hey, I kind of need some inspiration for some new ideas because that home looks different than our current home that we're living in. Uh, And which I will say this, (laughs) and forgive me if I've mentioned this already, but basically we thought our home was going to be, we gave ourselves a two month buffer to move from our rental into our new home because of labor shortages and supply chain issues. Homes just haven't been uh, ready on time. Ours, of course, was ready a month early. So here we are having to pay for rent and mortgage for two months in two different places. But what it's allowing me to do is I feel like I'm back in my one organized mama days is like going to the new home and not feel super chaotic and rushed of getting it together and actually being able to take my time. So definitely a blessing um, for that. And I... uh, We'll perhaps start sharing some of that stuff and some of those ideas with you guys on my Instagram. Um, So stay tuned. But overall, again, my initial reaction to this article when I started reading it was I, I couldn't help but think like to people 100 to 200 years from now that are like, 
looking back and studying this period of American history and they're like, they found a fence and everything. Like they found a fence and pantries and clear containers. <laughs> there was this element to this where I was like, you know, we're we're kind of we're kind of stretching here a little bit and stuff, especially like I said, from someone who's actually been in the industry for many, many years, hearing from someone who's I don't think she's actually, it doesn't say anything in the article, whether she's actually worked with clients or not, or knows their reasons or their purposes, why they have an interest in organizing uh, whatsoever. So I guess we can find just about anything to be offended of about these days. So one of the areas that I do, one of the points, and I'm paraphrasing here, that I do absolutely agree with her on is um, that this trend is pushing societal standards that the average person just cannot keep up with. Yes, I agree. Like if you are in that element of the population who is susceptible to that. Again, not everybody follows these trends of watching the TikToks or the Instagram because, you know, they they, you know, want uh to reach this you know, um this a norm that is unachievable and, and stuff that that's a lot of times people are just watching for a entertainment B because we like to see how other people live or most importantly for inspiration. And so, um, but is there this element? Yes, there is. Have I worked with those clients? Yes, I have not my favorite clients to work for being a hundred percent honest and usually not the clients that I had a long-term relationship with because again, I was trying to like get into like, okay, why are we, why are we doing this? And why are we getting super organized? You know, that was kind of my approach with, um, with organization. And a lot of times they're like, just because I want my house perfect. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, and that, and, and their idea of perfection was never my idea of perfection, which is the problem with perfection is that what is it exactly? Um, and so that wasn't, again, those aren't, weren't always my favorite uh, jobs to, to work. But um, is there an element of that? Yes, there is. But I don't think it's as big as uh, what is being claimed in this article. Okay. Uh, the Probably the biggest thing I had an issue with, I took kind of an issue with, with the article or just some of the contradictions um, she goes on to say that this movement is really tricking consumers into spending more money. And my thought was, who? Who is tricking them into spending more money? Um, again, uh, are there p- companies out there that sell organization products? Are the whis- w- excuse me, wicker basket companies promoting like the ideal closet or the ideal playroom. Yes, that is their job. They are marketing a product. As a marketing professor, I'm sure she understands that. Yes, that is how can my product or my service make your life easier? Like where can that fit into your life? Yes, that is the point. But this is not really being pushed by the product companies per se. A lot of these are just people that are super proud of their work that they've done. Maybe they're a professional organizer in the industry. Maybe they're a stay-at-home mom and they've just sort of discovered this passion. I've encountered a lot of people. I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast um, are in that. They You just love organization. And it's like your creative outlet. Um, 
and you just want to share it. Is there some curating and staging that goes along with those photos? Yes, we all know it. There, there absolutely is. Um, and I can also say it's certainly on the professional organizing side. Again, I was never great at taking the photos of my clients because I, it was a lot of curating and I kind of hated it. I kind of resented it. I hated like, you know, if the jars, clear jars, didn't have the exact same amount of ingredients. I'd have to like pour out one because it like threw off the photo. And then after the photo was taken, pour the contents back in. There's a lot of staging that goes on. And I I think that most people have that understanding that there is. Um, Maybe not everybody, but so if this is news to you, sorry to burst that bubble. But yeah, there's a lot of staging that goes in with organization photos. Um. But who? I, I just wish the article stayed. Who? Who is making people go and spend more money? Um, a, a lot of the photos, too, were like repurposed jars and stuff like that. I, I think that's actually really great. If you're repurposing, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and there's definitely that movement out there as well. Um, on an agree note, something I absolutely wholeheartedly agreed with her on was the color coordinating of sprinkles. Oh my gosh, this is actually a massive major pet peeve of mine. Um, especially the the celebrity pantries, you'll see this a lot. I will go and like zoom in and I'm actually thinking like, do they actually eat all of that stuff? I... <laughs> Some of these celebrities, oh Lord. Um, and she she mentions the Kardashians and I've mentioned them in my episode and I love the Kardashians. I mean, I watch their reality show, um, fan of theirs um, some sometimes. And, um, but I, I can't help to think like, that's just a lot of stuff. And I'm not sure if their pantries are really like that all the time. Um, I don't know if they're staged for their television show. Um, a big one was Gwyneth Paltrow's pantry a few years ago. I really zoomed in on that one. And I was like, is she really eating all of this stuff? Like are her children, her husband, are they really eating and consuming all of this stuff? Cause sometimes it's a lot of food too. Um, and it's not like in the original packaging. And I, I just, again, knowing being in the, the industry, in the field, working with people, I'm like, this is just a lot of stuff and it just seems unrealistic. But again, there is a staging element to that, that, uh, that they do do. And that has to happen in order to get the best photos. Um, but if someone is taking their time in real life to color coordinate sprinkles into matching jars, like if you're coming home from the grocery store and you are spending time doing that, God help you, please stop. Please stop. There are people that would that want your time. You deserve to spend your time doing something else. I who are you doing that for? Um, I'm actually really, really quite passionate about this because, like I said, I feel like organization should be about setting up systems in your life that are saving you time. They shouldn't be taking up most of your time doing unnecessary tasks like that. So just if that's your thing, I mean, I don't let it be your thing. Okay, moving on. Um, 
another contradiction, she was like recent obsession. She talked about this recent obsession going, you know, even through the the pandemic and it was really exacerbated by that. But then she's talking about it's been an obsession since the 1800s. Like, huh, is it a recent obsession or have we been obsessed with this since the 1800s? Just a little contradictory there. And then I'll just give you my last disagree note with her um, before I conclude on a big agree. Um, she's talking about the minimalist, um, the minimalism movement, that's a mouthful, is really there to entice people to buy more. And I kind of take a little offense to that. Again, um, I'm not sure if she knows any true minimalists because I do. I know quite a few of them. Um, and that is not what the minimalist movement is all about. The minimalist movement is really about uh, kind of an anti-consumerism. Like we don't, shouldn't have to be buying so much stuff, like reusing, repurposing items. That is a big element to the minimalist movement. I wish I could be a little bit more into that. I, I try to be conscientious with some of that stuff, especially like single-use plastic and and different things like that. But um, a true minimalist in that true minimalism movement is not about consumerism. It's actually quite the opposite. So again, kind of stroking one group of people with a broad brush that just really quite is quite unfair. Um, and side note, we, uh, my team and I years ago were invited in sort of, uh, to, uh, learn about the small home movement. And that's actually really big, um, in the, the organization. There's definitely an element of that in the organization world and community where we were invited and I can't, they were doing like a, a, a get together and they had, brought their tiny homes and we were um, allowed to tour them. And let me tell you, I mean, if you're going to live in a tiny home, you have your A game. You are on your A game when it comes to organization and definitely with repurposing. And they, many of them really were um, big followers of the minimalist movement and stuff and, and just being very conscientious of, you know, uh, recycling, repurposing, reusing, um, not buying things unnecessarily, living um, a much more simple life. And it's incredibly inspiring. It really is. And so again, not liking that my minimalist friends got painted with a broad brush here. So, all right, I'm going to end on this note because she 100% hit it out of the ballpark with this. When she's talking about how tidiness, being a neat, clean person who maybe lives in like a neat, clean, organized home in a really perfectly appointed neighborhood and this type of thing is a quote, better person. And again, paraphrasing here, you'll have to read the article yourself. And it's associated with this like status and that messiness is looked down upon. So if you are disorganized, if you're a messy person, then you are less than the person or the people that live in these very pretty organized homes in these very neatly appointed communities. And um, I agree wholeheartedly, 100%. I think that there's a lot of shaming that goes on. 
I, true story, have a former friend who actually, actually, I just got tired of it. And this is why it's a former friend, prides herself on judging other people. Like, she, it's the most shameful thing. I mean, it was like, and the older she gets, the worse it has become. Like, she just thinks that she, the way she lives is a better way and that anyone who doesn't live how she lives should be looked down upon. And this is a person who just kind of shockingly enough has some toxic traits and has problem keeping friends in general. And so this definitely got an emotional response for me because I've known people like this. I've seen this. I've been, again, in client homes where where I'm working with a client and I'm asking their why. Why are we getting organized? Why are you doing this? Why are you spending the money to hire me? And they're saying, well, my mother-in-law shames me or my best friend or my sister or my spouse. I get shamed a lot and nothing. I'm like fired up about this. That is not okay. Everyone is messy. True story. I've worked in a celebrity home where they had two different housekeepers. Guess what? Those homes still got messy. Those homes still got messy. Those people were still messy. Um, life is messy. People are messy. Now, there's a spectrum of messiness. Like one person's messy may not be messy to another person. Um, <clears throat> but to shame people into believing that they have to live to this unrealistic societal norm or standard is just atrocious. It's atrocious. And to go even further into this, when I did have my business, One Organized Mama, and I would sell gift certificates sometimes, um, when somebody would call to buy a gift certificate, I would always ask them, who are you buying it for? If they're buying it for someone, do they know, have they asked specifically, I would like a professional organizer to come in? Because if it was no, I wouldn't sell them the gift certificate. I would say, hey, let's do this. I can even print you up something or if you talk to the person or present it as a gift or whatever and give them my contact information, I will talk to them. I will talk to them about my process and then I would be, if I they book a session with me, I'll be happy to bill you for it. Um, I would not just sell gift certificates to anyone because it's like buying someone a gym membership. It really is. In fact, I mean, can you imagine if someone was like, hey, I got you a great gift. Here's a gym membership or, you know, I don't know, teeth whitening or, you know, whatever. It's along the same lines. I mean, it's it's such a personal decision. And again, you could probably tell how passionate I am about this because again, I've actually worked with clients on this. Um, I kind of wish she would have maybe taken someone like me or someone who's worked in this and kind of um, gotten a little bit more informed on this industry and why people really are interested in organization because it's it's so much deeper than what this article kind of got into and stuff. And it's and as you all know, I mean, you guys are looking up organization podcasts. And so you have your own unique reasons of why you are. So anyway, in a nutshell, obviously a wonderful article because it's stuck in my head. So I Overall, she made some very valid points. Um, like I said, just my biggest thing was don't paint people with one broad brush. Um, and uh, 
don't, you know, like I said, just some of the the contradictions in here, which I contradict myself all the time too. <clears throat> so anyway, great article. It's in a in my buy me a coffee link. You can read the full article. You can give me a follow there. And stay tuned as I kind of go on this journey of transition and decide the direction. I have some ideas I'm actually really, really excited about, some new topics that I want to talk about, but I would love to get some feedback from you guys. Again, kind of getting away from the like, tell me how to organize my home. I've told you how to organize it, implement systems. But I love doing this podcast. How can I get a little bit deeper into productivity, time management, and and that type of stuff and incorporate that? So give me your ideas. Again, if you are a small business owner, if you're a realtor, if you are, you know, working from home, if you're looking to for some tips on, you know, selling your home, moving into your new home, whatever. These are some of the new topics that I'd like to incorporate a little bit more into this podcast. So reach out to me on my Google form. That's also a link in the show notes. And let me hear more from you guys. So I hope everyone is doing well out there. Thank you for sticking with me and listening to whatever I'm going to call this in the future. That that name is changing too. But in the meantime, it's still the One Organized Mama podcast.